I want you to ask yourself a question real quick, okay? What is the most ridiculous thing you've ever done at your job? Have you ever recorded a podcast from the front desk? Because, uh, <laughs> baby, we're doing it right now. That's right. We are live from the front desk of the Bleep Hotel in Bleep, Pennsylvania, where I am sitting here pretending that I don't care, but actually very nervous that somebody's going to come by the front desk and see me doing this. I mean, it, it could not be a more awkward uh, a more awkward thing to see. I, I forgot my podcast stand here, so um, I have three binders holding up the microphone attached to the computer uh, sitting in front of my face. And I could just I could just see this potentially getting very rough uh, when someone walks by and and sort of sees what's going on here. Uh, we have people that complain about my hair, so I don't know if they're gonna feel <laughs> if they're gonna feel so great about a uh, a podcast that has Derek Chauvin jokes on it. There was a guy that came by earlier and he saw the setup and he's like, "Oh, well, what are you what are you doing?" And I told him the truth. I was like, "I'm doing a podcast. You could be on it later if you want." Um, he told me he was going to look it up and uh, we'll see what that results in. If you're wondering why I'm at the front desk, um, I, I, I I don't know. I'm too afraid to ask. Um, I have been banished from the back office where I usually do this podcast, where it usually works well, uh, because I feel a lot less pressure. I could see a camera from back there. I could see who's at the front desk and, you know, <clears throat> and, you know, pause when I need to. Now we're doing this live from the front desk. Okay, so for anyone that should hire me in the future, this is just what's going to happen if you try and punish me. Anyone that didn't listen, oh, we have someone coming down right now. Let's see how this goes. Anyone that didn't listen to episode 21, I actually missed a shift, and uh, apparently I was banished from the back office, so that was pretty wild. How's it going, guys? You, you want to be on my podcast? Sure. Come on. Yeah, you know how it is. That that would be a good name for the podcast, actually. What What's your name? I am Jacob Blair from Corey Office. Nice to meet you, Jacob. What are you doing here in uh, Manaka tonight? I feel that. I got a cousin from there. What's uh what's the craziest thing you've ever seen happen out there? Well, it's a town surrounded by train tracks. Okay. And I watched a lady I was, I was too far away to save her. But she was on her hover round. She got stuck in the train tracks. You're kidding me. Not kidding you. Train comes past, doesn't have time to save her. You can ask my girlfriend, true story. How long ago was that? Three, four years? Yeah. Train comes by, drags her for a good viewer discretion here, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Drags her a good three fourths, maybe a mile. Dude, oh my god. And yeah, that was pretty wild. So on the grand scale of things, is that the craziest thing you've ever seen? I'm gonna have to say yeah. And uh, dude, what what was your yeah. Um, I was younger at the time. How old were you? Probably around 15, 16 maybe. Jesus Christ, man. And uh, how long did that really affect you? Did it take a did it take a few days to get over that? You know, growing up at Corey, you see a lot of violence. Okay. And so 
Not really. Mm-hmm. It was more like a holy shit, and then you went to go and tell your friends. I've and just, I've never seen anything like that. News, yeah. And, you know, I've had buddies hit by police mm-hmm. on their dirt bikes. They all survived. Just things like that. You know, it, it stopped affecting you to a certain point. But, uh, I gotta say, man, that is not the type of story. This is the first time I'm ever doing this. So basically, I'm on punishment right now. I'm not allowed to go into the back office where I usually do this podcast. Okay. So out of spite, I'm doing it at the front here. I did not think I was going to get that interesting of a story to start out. That is insane to me. interesting ones, man. Coriopolis, we call it the land of opportunity as well. But a lot of shit pops off there. It's, It's interesting. Dude, that is absolutely crazy. I mean, I, I want to say thank you for the story. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but... Dude, this was awesome. It was, it was really nice to meet you. That was cool. Yeah, check out the Joey Hates Everything podcast if you get a chance. <laughs> oh, man. Th- thank you. Appreciate that. That is pretty wild, man. I've been, uh, been out here for about, let's see, two years now. I've never seen anything like that. So... Shout out to that guy. <laughs> Holy shit. This, I, this is either going to turn out to be fantastic or it's going to turn out to be a problem. Uh, that, was, that was insane. The guy said he, got, he saw a person get dragged uh, three to four miles on a train. That was the first time I've ever done that. You just got to watch that happen live. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Dude. I'm I'm a little bit speechless right now. Like I thought he was gonna bring up like a wild shooting or something because there are a lot of those that happened out here. He saw a dude get dragged by a train. Shout out to Jacob, a great guest on the podcast. We want to thank that guy for being on. Um, let's see here. It's it's been a kind of a slow week. Been kind of a slow week besides that story. Um, let's see. What did I do today? I ordered some ordered some calamari on Amazon and they have this deal where anything under $35 they'll deliver it for 5 bucks. So good deal. Good deal. Um tasted absolutely horrible as you can imagine. But then you got to think about well it's like kind of like huh. It's almost like ordering $10 of calamari from Whole Foods via mail might not be the best idea in the world. And so I felt very dumb until I begged Amazon for a refund and Lord Bezos granted that refund. Um, All hail Lord Bezos and the highest for his power is the highest. Oh, maybe I didn't tell you guys. I'm starting a new religion just for Amazon. Um, We just, we worship Bezos. We worship Big Jeff, as we like to call him, around around the camp, around the compound. Um, Well, this is sort of my my plan to get on his new ship, his spaceship. He's going to Amazon. He's going to outer space. Um, It's going to be a cult. We're all going to be out there, and... It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, the spaceship is called the Blue Origin. This is this is half a joke, half a real thing. They're really, especially right now, kind of crazy to do this. We kind of have problems on Earth, and instead of helping them, they're deciding, let's just leave. <laughs> Look, guys, hey, guys, guys, I have a bunch of money. Let's just fucking pay somebody to build a rocket, and we'll just fucking go, and they'll never have any idea. They'll just fucking kill each other down here. We'll come back later. (laughs) 
but I mean, also, I mean, it be called it being called the Blue Origin is is pretty wild. Uh, mm, sounds it sounds like a very dark space movie. Um, the whole thing is extremely dystopian, and the only chance I have of getting onto that onto that Amazon spaceship really is to start the cult. Um, and if you don't think it's a cult, think about the fact that their factories are called fulfillment centers. That's insane, dude. Have you ever heard anything more dystopian in your life? Fulfillment centers? Oh, God. Um, the point is the guy wants to be a god and we're going to let him do it. Uh, what else is going on? What else is going on? My... My, my, this guy, I, that I get rides from, from to work, right? The dude loves God and I respect it. You can love God. That's, if that's what you're into, it's fine. But then he told me there's a Noah's Ark museum and I kind of just, I kind of just had to hold it in. How can you have a museum for something that didn't happen? Would sort of <laughs> would sort of be my question. <laughs> hey guys, here's the uh, lion that sat right next to the gazelle that didn't maul alive. Um, yeah, and over here we have the entire uh, grazing area where we fed all of them individually, and they didn't kill each other. It was it was pretty sick. It's pretty sick. What if you were on the Noah's Ark tour? <laughs> And you ask him a question about it, and the guy goes, it's pretty sick. And it's like, wait a minute, what, what do you, you weren't, this happened a long time. Uh, uh, yeah, no, the story's pretty sick, though. It's pretty sick. I mean, we're at the point here where, I mean, you, you kind of got to, if you're, if you're someone that doesn't deal well with uh, the fact that we're, we're probably not going to go out the way classic humans went out, um, then believing in Noah's Ark might be for you. Uh, believing in a God and stuff like that is probably the only thing you're going to get hope in right now. Things are bleak, to say the least. Bleak! Um, it, it's, life is going to start ending much differently for people, uh, just based on the way things are going out here. Uh, based on the way... If you go outside of sort of like a richer community and just talk to people that are really on edge, not making a whole lot of money right now, or, you know, trying to get by on unemployment bullshit, it's, it's different. It's different than it was even five years ago. I know I've said it a thousand times in this podcast, but it's just, I mean, life is going to start ending much differently for people. This is... Uh, the whole dying in your bed surrounded by family, that's sort of done. Uh, life is going to start ending like The Sopranos, where you sort of you sort of get to choose the end. You know what I mean? That's really going to be the only solace in, uh, in how badly we're all going to start to go. Um, li life is going to start ending like Breaking Bad. You're going to do what you've got to do for the people that you love, the people in your family, and they'll end up hating you for it, uh, to which you realize you've gotten to the point where you have to shoot eight Nazis to save your best friend from meth slavery. It's, it's going to happen, folks. Life is going to start ending like Dexter. Uh, your sister's going to die in a hurricane, 
and you're going to become a lumberjack in North Tampa for the next five years. It's, I mean, people are not going to really keep going out from cancer. It's sort of just going to start ending sooner than that. It's going to be like the ending of Kill Bill. Um, just a sword fight with your spouse. Uh, it'll be mid-conversation, and one of, one of you just shoot a tranquilizer and pull a katana out of your pocket. And if you don't, if you don't have kids, I mean, you, then, then why are you so upset about it? You should be excited. You're now starring in your own Quentin Tarantino movie. Pretty sick, dude. Pretty sick. Pretty dope. I had to pause. Sorry. Um, one thing that's been a little bit, you know, more interesting about this week is I've been listening to very gay music. Um, it's been a lot of a lot of Katy Perry, that one song by uh, by Selena Gomez. I'm so sick of that same old love. That shit it tears me up. That's been in rotation quite a bit. Um, it's a lot of music from 2011, and it's it's the weirdest thing, dude. It, it, so I like to whenever I write, I like to listen to music because the podcasts are too too distracting. Like I need something that I'm not actually consciously listening to so i'll just go to the greatest hits of 2011 and uh try to pretend that i don't work at a hotel for a living and and just and just sort of and just sort of pretend it's all good and um and uh just just create stuff from that um what else is going on guys how you been i i'm glad everyone could listen to episode 21 that got a lot of plays uh people really seem to like rj and markel they're two of our top guests that get a lot of listens so that was awesome we're gonna try and do another one on sunday uh barring that i am i am not assaulted at the home Either RJ, one of RJ's relatives or his dogs will assault me every time I come over there. And, uh, or, his, or one of his sons will assault me. The other one, need, one of them kneed me in the balls while the other one kicked me in the face the other day. And uh, I put one of them in a headlock and he started screaming and I had to let him go. So congratulations, Mark. You figured out how to win. You son of a bitch. Um, earlier it was hilarious. Uh, this dude came to the desk. This was before I started recording. This would have been gold on the podcast, but he, he comes up to the desk, right? And he's requesting a room cleaning. And so you have to know their last name. And he goes, my last name is Farquaharson or something, you know, something like that. It's far. It's, I can't pronounce it. I have it written down. You fucking racist. I wasn't just making one up. It's, it's Farquaharson. Something like that. And this guy noticed that I'm having trouble understanding his accent and, and you know, his, his name and stuff with the spelling. And so he decides, I'm going to mess with this kid. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, my name is Farquahar and my last name is San. Do you know why my last name is San? And I go, I go, well, why, why? Just like as white as possible. Imagine somebody going, why? As white as possible. Just like I did right there. And uh, he goes, because my father is Farquhar. I am his son. And I, dude, this guy totally caught me whiting out. Okay? You, you, can, you can, blacking out has two meanings. Either, either um, 
either you black out on alcohol and that has nothing to do with race or if you're talking about a black person blacking out that's when they hear a joke that's really funny and start running up and down the halls of the theater going oh my god like that whiting out is when you pretend that something you don't understand makes sense and is very cool and so i started going Oh wow! Oh, I didn't know that that, uh, that that's how that works. Uh, wow, you know, and it's just as white as possible. I was trying to do the Nancy Pelosi thing where she where she uh, she put on that African garb and then she didn't actually know where it was from. I was I was trying to do the same thing here and being like, oh, that's very cultural. That's very neat, Farquhar. And he just started laughing. He's like, <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. And we both. It was a very it was a very awesome moment between a black guy from another country and a suburban white kid from America because he realized that I was just trying to be nice about it like a little white little, like a little white guy, you know, <laughs> just like trying to be like, "Oh, that's oh, that's very neat." And and it turned out uh, he was just messing with me, which it it honestly was hilarious, you know what I mean? It's very funny. Um Sorry, I had to pause in the middle in the middle of the recording because uh, that couple came back and I didn't I didn't want to ask them to be on again. Um, but what I was saying is is it, that was fucking hilarious. Uh, I always wonder like what I look like to another person because that to that guy you know I just I looked like a white guy from the suburbs and he he realized that I would think the joke was funny. But it's like it's like if I. Anytime I don't wash my hair, I looked like I just lived in the woods for nine days. And uh, my hair is maybe one of my three good qualities that I have. And multiple women have told me, do not wash your hair more than twice a week. But a guy like me, with these thick locks, baby, with these Sicilian thick locks, I need four. And apparently even four is too much. But when I, when I don't wash it... I look like I've aged approximately 7.5 years, and my name is Larry. So I always wonder, like, because l let's be honest, like, uh, w when you look at a white guy, there's mul multiple different types of white guys, right? Like, there's the white guy at the front desk who, uh, he's cute, he's got a polo on, you know, he, he's, got, he's got nice hair, and he's very nice to you. On other days where I'm having a very bad day, my hair looks very stringy and oily, and I haven't shaved or I have shaved, which looks worse because you can see more of my blotchy ass skin. Uh, those, those types of days are like, I wonder what that person's thinking. Like, am I safe staying here? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> there's, this, <laughs> there's this one lady. I scared the shit out of her. I honestly didn't mean to. She likes to walk around with her baby at night. And I told, you know, ever since I told her this, she's stopped. But I said, she, so she was walking around with the baby and I saw her on the camera. And I said, hey, could you maybe not go in that spot and stay in the other area? And my truest intentions were to be like, I don't want you to go in the back area because that's where, like, bikers that are staying here just overnight go out to hang out and smoke and do meth. Like, you should be over on the patio area where I can see you. And I don't think that's how she took it, dude. <laughs> I think she took it as, stay out of the back, sweetheart. You never know what could happen back there. Like, I was a witch or something.
And my general manager is a gay witch. He's a gay witch. He has a a bottle sitting on that back office in the, in the desk that I've been banished from. He has a bottle uh, that has some sort of herb mixed with salt, and it's it's waxed shut. Now, waxed shut, you, you might not understand what that means because, well, you just haven't done something that gay. Um, I was watching porn the other day, and, uh, and I accidentally clicked on, if you go on Pornhub, they ask you if you want gay, straight, or trans porn right away, and I accidentally clicked on gay. It's the first time in my life that's happened. And um, I, I accidentally clicked on gay, and then I accidentally clicked on a, a video titled, Three Dudes Blow Each Other While Fucking Each Other in the Ass and Then Coming in Each Other's Ears. And I accidentally sat through the whole thing. My phone was frozen. I couldn't get out of it. And I watched the whole 46 minutes. And that was the gayest thing I'd ever seen until I saw a bottle that had been sealed with wax with herbs and salt inside of it. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got, he's got one of those sitting on the back desk. But until you get to know him, you would never know that he's a witch. He's definitely a witch, though. He could cast a spell on you. Gay guys, it's almost like I, I wonder if all of them have that. Like if you're just put into life and they're like, well, you're going to be oppressed, but you're also going to be able to be super sassy and have powers. <laughs> so so many managers I've worked for have been gay, and all of the gay ones have been super cool. Um, I don't know what that is. I would like to make some point about, oh, how they've been through so much, blah, blah. I can't really make a connection, though, through work. It could be just that, I mean, damn, dude. My manager, he's, he's very gay. He's been called the worst things. The type of shit that I was like, bro, you're, you're my buddy. If I was there, we would, it, would, it would have to get physical with that man and not in a sexual way and not in a threesome way. In a let's throw down fucking two-on-one WWE style, no underwear type way. This podcast is why most of my family thinks I'm a homosexual. Can you say homosexual anymore? Homosexual. I think I'm saying it too southern. Uh, they might be offended by that, but it's hilarious. Anytime a gay joke comes up, my... my so, so my cousin's fiancé legitimately believes that I like dick in my mouth, and every single time... You know how in Arrested Development, when... Uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? The guy who's not actually Buster's dad. Whenever he makes a joke about him being his dad, it goes dun 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 dun. Like that little that little producer music plays. That's what happens every time a gay joke comes up in my family. Like my 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 cousin's fiance just looks at my aunt. She's like, I told I fucking told you. Did you listen to the podcast where he talks about where he talks about banging a guy with his manager out of anger? Did you hear that part? <laughs> she's entertained by tiktok she didn't know what's going on <laughs> i'm kidding alicia i know you listen to every one out of four of these episodes uh that your fiance is not on so dude we tried to do a guest episode with her and and her and her friend had side conversations oh god <laughs> 
there's nothing you could there's nothing more disrespectful you could do than have a side conversation during an unsuccessful podcast it's almost less it's it's almost more disrespectful because you know no one's listening so you're just like ah, who gives a fuck <laughs> so we recorded one with them it didn't end up getting put out there's a lot of a lot of wildness on there um who knows? Maybe we'll try another one in the future. We're going to try and do another one with Markel and my friend Ben uh, this Sunday. We'll see if that works out. Um, Dude, one thing I was talking about uh, with one of my friends this week, this new girl that works here. So basically, I work the night audit. And the best part about the night audit is you, you don't have to do shit. Like, I'm literally... For most of it, for about three hours of the nine hours I'm here, I'm doing shit like uh, just getting checked, people checked in and or making a reservation over the phone or getting somebody's breakfast ready or having somebody on an episode of my podcast. Um, it's just that we, we we trained a new person this week and uh, she's she's super nice. And so, you know, when I'm comfortable with someone, I start going into the bits and uh, I started telling her about about chain restaurants that now now just to give you some perspective this woman is she's like 35 and she has two kids and when you're 35 and you have two kids the best thing ever is an applebee's or uh an eaton park a lot a lot of my audience is from minnesota a lot of the 50 of you are from minnesota so you don't know it's like imagine a shittier version of applebee's like imagine applebee's if all of the employees were on drugs or sending naked pictures of themselves in the back in the back by the by the air fryer. That's sort of what an Eden Park is. And then they have a shittier version of that called Kings. Uh, these are these are Pennsylvania restaurants, and the best I can describe a Kings as is like, you know, a Detroit Denny's uh, that serves other things besides breakfast food like you feel like you feel a little bit like somebody's gonna stab you in the neck but also the burger's not terrible and it was only ten dollars let me tell you man i would sooner stick a fork in both of my kneecaps before i would ever walk in and eat at a king's family restaurant again like especially with my family and if you've, if you've never worked at a sit-down style chain restaurant before, I mean, congrats, because you're getting a free pass on this, for this part. Uh, if you haven't worked at a place like that before, hey, how's it going? We had another person at the front desk. Um, you know, not a lot of people are going to want to be on, but they always ask, uh, what's the podcast? And um, <clears throat> I tell them, you know give way more of a shit about this podcast than I do about my job, so might as well have them be offended by the things that they listen to and count the listens. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I think most of the people... We've had three people stop by during the podcast and ask about it, and I think that all three of them will actually listen to it, and I think they'll enjoy it. I think that a person that has some common sense and that has met me before would say that yeah the shitty jokes he makes are just shitty jokes like he doesn't actually feel that way about anyone he's just kidding and he makes it fairly obvious um 
right before oh oh this was funny though this was very funny so we were so i have right now i don't have my mic stand i'm using three different binders to keep my to keep my microphone up and one of them says front desk bible and the third girl that i just had to pause for that came by to to uh i don't even remember what she asked for but she asked if the podcast was about the bible <laughs> And she didn't have the brightest look on her face when I said, well, it's like the opposite of the Bible. Maybe I, hey, Joey, do you think you could have picked a different response? Do you, uh, do you think you could have gone with something different? <laughs> it's like the opposite of the Bible. We worship Satan and we talk about homosexuality and, and, uh, and uh, death to America. No, it's, it's, it's not about that. But I made it sound that way. Um, and then <laughs> she asked, after I said, after I said it wasn't a, uh, a podcast about the Bible, she said, oh, so this is, this is a podcast about the hotel. And I would like to assume that she was asking if, it was, if the whole thing was about stories from the hotel. But it felt like she was asking if Marriott sponsored me to do a podcast from the front desk. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, from working here for a while, and I can say it now because it doesn't matter. Fucking go ahead. Fucking tell Marriott that I work for them and have this podcast. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It truly doesn't matter. I have I have nineteen hundred dollars now. It makes me the richest person in Outer Pittsburgh. Go fucking tell them, dude. I don't care. Um, it's just that it's funny. Uh, you come up, you come up, and you ask if I'm doing a front desk podcast, and it's just like, dude, they Marriott executives would rather kill their children than have me represent them uh, and try and try and get them revenue. Let me tell you, these people, uh, they don't care. They they're breeding disease in the hallways with their dirty towel policy. And they're still gonna make you pay one ten. So fire me. I don't give a shit. Um, that's why. Yeah. You want any more proof? I don't give a shit. We're doing a podcast from the front desk here. What was my point? What was my point, Michael? That was almost a good Job impression from Arrested Development. I've been obsessed with that show lately. Um, what was I even talking about before? I was talking about Kings and Eaton Park and how shitty they are. And I kind—I of, wanted to go back to that because I was interrupted in the middle of it. Um, it's just like I think I was saying, like, I don't want to ruin it for you if that's where you take your kids for a nice meal on Wednesday nights, you know, after church class or whatever. My mom used to do the same thing, and we never knew how gross it was, and it never caused us to get sick, as far as we knew—not even one time. But I mean, you do deserve to know what's going on there. Um, this is multiple restaurants that I've worked at, and I just I just have to tell you, there's a reason you're only spending th- you're only spending thirty dollars for the four of you to eat. Like, there's a reason that's happening. Uh, one of the most valuable things my dad ever said to me, and yeah, it's a little bit cliche, but when he told it to me, I took it as the way my dad said it. He said, "If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is." And I was like, damn, dude. 
I I needed to hear I heard that when I was 13 for the first time I needed to hear that when I was 8 it's it's the truth it's the truth there's a reason that it's called the 2 for 20 where you get sides and a drink and everything for $20 and the reason is I mean dude if you're going to go, if you've never worked at one of these places, I think that's what I was saying before, you get a free pass, because you've never seen it. You've never seen it for a eight-hour shift. You've never seen the ridiculousness that happens when people don't give a fuck, when they're like, hey, I have to get this tip to make rent. I don't care if I have to scoop this extra ranch dressing out with my pinky finger. Guys, I've seen it. I've seen more than the pinky finger. I've seen them use all four fingers and the thumb to try and get a little extra. And can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Because they're making $2.50 an hour. The kings that I worked for, I guess it doesn't matter now, it's the one in Manaka if you live in Pennsylvania and you know where that is. Dude, they're getting sued because they would have us do multiple hours of work while not receiving tips. That's the only reason it's it's legal to pay people $2.50 an hour is because our country assumes that people, they assume like retards that, that, that people are just giving you $10 when they're buying $12 burgers. No, dude, they're giving you $2.38 as a tip so that you won't attack them on the way out. Shut the fuck up if you ever think that a restaurant worker doesn't de- doesn't deserve 7.25 an hour. Actually, stick a needle up your cock if you don't think that they deserve 10. They treat you watch every single cock sucking time. You go into a restaurant, you see one of the employees, at least one get treated like shit. Whether it's a cook that gets yelled at by the manager, or a server that gets yelled at by a customer, or somebody that's just coming in and can't get a table yells at a host. They treat these people like less than human. And you knew it. You knew it this whole time. Uh, that's what I go- it goes back to what I was saying before. If you, had, if you had never worked at these places, you get a bit of a free pass. If you've worked at these places and you continue to act like that, you should kill yourself. Use this in court, man. <laughs> I don't care. If you've acted like that, if you've acted like that to a person and been like, it's been three minutes since I asked for that extra ranch, and you've worked at one of these places, take your own life. (laughs) Dude, Marriott is psyched that I work here. It doesn't matter. I have $1,900. So offensive. So loud. Uh, The person above this just heard it for sure. Um, don't ever treat one of those people bad. Please, I'm begging you as your friend. If you listen to this podcast, there's a good chance that we know each other, that we're friends. Or if you're one of the 10 people in Europe that listen, shout out to you too. If you're speaking, if you're listening to this right now, I'm telling you, if you come to America, you have to understand these people are paid two fucking dollars an hour. And you can't, you cannot give them three bucks. For serving you three meals. You can't do that. I mean, dude, there was one time I worked on Thanksgiving and there happened to be this guy, total European accent. He was pale as a ghost, had to be European. Um, He didn't leave a tip and I didn't get upset because he didn't know. 
do you know how many fucking Americans left me $3, $4 tips on Thanksgiving? Hey, you fucking trash receptacle. Hey, you fucking human garbage fuck. What are you doing at King's Restaurant on Thanksgiving? And then also, what the fuck are you doing giving somebody $2 that's working there that day? I want you to know something. I want you to know something if you're listening to this episode of the podcast right now. If you see someone at their job on a holiday, I don't care if it's 4th of July, I don't care if it's Easter, I don't care if it's Thanksgiving, I don't care if it's motherfucking Christmas morning, that person wants to die. I don't have any kids. I, As far as kids go, the most important kids in my life are my two nephews. The way I see them, when I, the way I feel when I see them emulates the way I feel what, when I do a good cocaine. When I get a nice bit of ether in there, I'm so sorry to their mom and dad that are listening to this. But I, I love them in a way that makes me aggressive. Like, if anyone ever hurt them, I would fucking, I would fuck them up badly. And what I'm saying is, I mean... I don't even remember what I was saying. Fuck. That's so awkward. What I'm saying is it was relating to kids and restaurants. Uh, This is awkward now. I think I was going to say something like if you have a kid and you go to restaurants, I get it. You have to pay for the kid. But but you, you what you have to understand is like when people work at restaurants and they're supp- they're trying to support their children. You have to. That's something you just have to remember, man. Dude, I had to pause to go listen to what I was saying. That's why you shouldn't do marijuana while you do a podcast. But I w- what I was saying is, if you have a kid, like what I was saying is, I can't stand not seeing those kids on a holiday, man. I got to give them a present. I got to be like, yo, it's fucking Easter. Let's get hyped because seeing them excited makes me so happy. I can't imagine if I had my own kids. And I went to a restaurant and served somebody food, and they gave me $2, and I can't see the kid on Christmas? Dude, some of these places are open on Christmas. What? Oh, oh, again, again, one of the taglines of this podcast is, we don't need you in society. Hey, if you're going to a McDonald's on any holiday, we don't need you in society. Oh, oh, it's Black Friday and you're going and you acknowledge the fact that someone had to leave Thanksgiving dinner to come here and serve you the McFlurry? Oh, kill yourself. (laughs) Oh, kill yourself. But only because obviously. (laughs) Dude, my short-term memory is getting so bad. I I ruined the joke by doing that. But um, listen, listen. I get too worked up about the restaurant thing, and at the end of the day, yeah, you could leave the job, but you have to think about the people with kids. They can't just leave the job. They're struggling. A lot of them made the mistake of coming in somebody uh, when they shouldn't have, and it results in having a child and, and working at a place like King's. And I've seen it a billion times, and it just it just fucking upsets me. Like I, One of my best friends is a Republican, and his whole argument is like, dude, you have to be – I don't want people to be, just be given things because then they won't work for it. Well, dude, I've seen the poorest people work for the worst amount of things. I think they need a little help. And getting too political again, and we're stopping. I'm sorry, man. 
it just it just I you know I wanted to say this too over the past year I've decided I'm not really a Democrat either I don't know what I am I don't know what I am hey when it comes to when it comes to politics I'm asexual I hate all of it none of it seems genuine none of it seems genuine and that's very scary I mean there are people that truly believe there are people that truly believe Kamala Harris is like a superhero there are black people that believe that hey she spent eight years putting you guys in jail for weed hey and I voted for Joe Biden, man. I did. And, I mean, that's just proof of how much I dislike the Republican Party. But the more and more I think about it, I'm like, dude, I shouldn't even have voted. I don't fucking like these people either. The one guy's dead. The other one wants to kill me for my podcast. I mean, for God's sakes, how long is it? And this is coming from somebody that has... A lot of black friends. We almost just had a black person on the podcast. She said she didn't want to do the episode. But how long before you can actually get in trouble for making a black joke? Like, how long before the Derek Chauvin joke comes up and I'm actually just arrested? I was at, I was at a party the other day, and I started... I, RJ was there with me. And this is very funny because it was RJ, and it made him feel very awkward. So it's just very funny to me because of that. But I started making wigger jokes. If you don't know what a wigger is, it's not offensive for me to say it because I'm white. Okay, I can say wigger. <laughs> oh my god, we just lost 14 listeners. <laughs> but I started making wigger jokes about him, about how he loves tracksuits and Jordans, and how every single time he's in front of a group of black people, he starts talking like a black guy. And I could tell people didn't like it. And it's just like, dude, how long until that's not, until that's not just a joke? Till it's like, dude, the last sentence of the word you said was "igger," and you're going to jail. I know you were just reading a Winnie the Pooh book and you were referencing the tiger, but we can't have those six letters together. You're in prison now. I would never say the fucking word, dude. I would never say the word. That's why it's funny for me to say "wigger." And make fun of him in front of his black friends for it. All four of them, including RJ, the wig, got uncomfortable. And that's, that makes it very funny to me. Because it's like, what the fuck do you actually think I'm saying? Do you think I'm trying to be offensive right now? Or do you think I'm just trying to be, make a joke about how white my cousin is? You know? It's all funny. I think we have to just start looking at things as funny. As funny. There's a lot of terrible ways I could go with that, with American news, to be like, it's actually funny, guys. <laughs> the cop thought the knife was actually a banana. When he, when he tried to shoot it, he thought it was going to go, Bloop! and she was just going to slip on it. My family is not going to invite me to the next holiday. What is the next holiday? Halloween? I'll be eating a rotisserie chicken surrounded by decorations in my living room. One of them's going to come by and stab my air conditioner. There's literally... Dude, a podcast will turn your family against you. And don't ever believe that it won't. 
there's things I say all of the time that I know are retarded. It's retarded to say the word retarded because it has terrible connotations. I just, I've never thought of it that way. That's why I say it. But it's made people in my family go like, I just don't want to talk to them anymore. And it's like, guys, they're jokes. They're jokes. We're just kidding. But we're moving more towards a place in society where that's not going to be a thing. And that's very upsetting. And trust me, man, I'll go out. I'll go out until I can't anymore. I can't. I hate these regular jobs so fucking much, dude. It's a modern day version. Yeah, you thought I was going to say what you thought I was going to say. I almost said it's a modern day version of slavery. It's not. I admit that's a dumb, that's a dumb statement. It's like a modern-day version of indentured servants. If you don't know what an indentured servant is, it's like, they're like, well, we'll give you a stipend, and you can live here, and you can have food if you work for X amount of years, and you just have to do whatever the fuck they say. How the fuck is that not what we're in right now? Dude, the other day, the other day, I had to bring towels to somebody's room, which, hey, if you can't come get them from the front desk, you probably need a walker. And uh, this girl answered the door. It was two girls. Both of them were Pennsylvania 4s. I'm trying to bang Arizona 8s. These were Pennsylvania 4s. And they took a video of me coming to the door while they had their tits out. And it's just like, guys, I'm running on fumes here. I've handed out 78 egg sandwiches yesterday. I don't want to see some nipples that look like a cut-up piece of meat. (laughs) And there's women that are going to be like, you can't fucking say that. Well, okay, you wanted Chris hung because he pulled out his fucking cock in a hotel room. (laughs) So... Pick one. Uh, yeah, let's end on a Crystalia reference. That always ends well. Um, thank you guys for listening to episode 22 of Joey Hates Everything. 22, that's my favorite number. I didn't even notice that till now. Don't eat at a King's restaurant. Fucking be a grown-up. Get the kids some goddamn pizza. Or make it yourself. Okay, we're not going back into that. Thank you for listening to the show. I love you. Please have a great week. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for listening to the shows with RJ. Dude, he's getting pumped up. I could tell. It's like a there's like a difference in him every time he listens to it or every time he knows that an episode that he was on got a lot of plays. And that's because he knows he's fucking hilarious and he needs people to tell him. Just like me. Runs in the family. I love you guys. Have a good fucking day, man.